is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you over 20 years experience in the Maryland and Pennsylvania region. And I have the man with me, the myth, the legend, the guy with all that money over in the vault from Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey, buddy. How we doing? Great. How are you? Man, you're growing a beard out like me. What happened? Well, did I, I want to be you? like you. Uh, you did. You did. <laughs> I want to be like Dare. So. You want to be like me, do you? Yep. I I've never it. had a beard. And, uh, you know, yeah. Beard went away a couple weeks ago and uh, just said, hey, I just don't feel like shaving. So... There you go. So it's not as cleaned up as yours, but uh, I'll get there someday. Yep, I'll get you a little bit of help. Actually, Mary Susan, how's she think about? What's she thinking about it? Well, we've been together for forty-one years now, wow. and she's never seen me with a full beard. Woo! Forty-one years I've been with <clears throat> with Mary Susan, and um, or she's been with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding some coattails there, just to let everybody know there I'm married go. above my pay grade. But yeah, good answer. Um, good answer. So she has not uh, said no to it yet, so I'm going to keep it going. Hey, once you get it out there, you know, like Santa Claus style, maybe she'll be like, hey, after Christmas time, let's get rid of it. Well, I've had that, uh, I've had that vac- vacation goatee that you get, you yeah, know, that, yeah. that I sometimes do, and had that over the years, but never a beard, so uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. I like it. I like it. All right, let's get into the numbers, boys and girls. Welcome to all the real estate fun and games. Thank you guys so much for all of your questions, cares, thoughts, and concerns. Make sure you check out our podcast on Spotify and also on WFMD.com in the drop-down menu. You are going to see now, now, 321 programs, Terry. All right, here we go. Today, we're going to hit some good hot topics, stuff like that that's coming in hot from all of you guys, which we love. Our thousands of listeners out there, total active residential homes for sale in Frederick County is 262. We hit 300. We're going to party like it's 1999. You can call me Prince and Purple Rain. How's that? That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Resales, 149. Average time is 51 days on the market. We haven't so seen that up, number in a while. That's up uh, a little bit. Four days, maybe? Yeah, we were at 47. We're at 51. That just shows you things are slowing down. Choo-choo train. I've been telling uh, sellers all week long. I've been talking to a lot of people. (laughs) Been a lot of questions, Terry. I'll tell you what. And I told them it's flat as a board. Values have gone flat. We're in the ER. We got the paddles warmed up. We are ready to get to the patient. Median price is $545,000. New construction, $113,000. 49 coming soon at this time of the year. Um, pending under contracts, 488 homes with 202 being new, 286 being resales, with the average time of 17 days on the market of those that are under contract. So remember this ball game, boys and girls, this game is played like you don't have an offer in the first five days, you're dead. If you wait longer, probably going to end up in that 40 to 50 day mark before you realize what's happening around you. $493,000 is the average price. That's condos, townhouses, single, single families, family. that's, that's mobile homes, or is that, everything. That's yep. everything. That's all the resales. The 200, 200 contract right now, 493 is the average of that because I had somebody ask me, they're like, hey, we want to know everything. What's the ballpark average? That's a pretty scary number though. 
half a million dollars we're sneaking up on with everything. But single-family homes, um, we are we are no doubt pushing the 600 marker almost. Um, actually, wait a minute, 554. So there's the spread. So 493. In the last 30 days, we've had 294 homes sell with an average time of 15 days in the market. And the single-family homes that sold in the last 30 days in Frederick County, the average price was five fifty four, which is actually down just a tiny bit, Terry. Believe it or not, we were at five sixty five ish. I think we hit a high at, so we're down just a hair, maybe one or two percent, um, which is a reflection of what we've been talking about. That mm-hmm. just proves the choo choo train is slowing down. But the thing to pay attention to is the sold-to-average list price ratio, and that is holding on steady as hard as can be at 101%. Any thoughts? That that has not moved. The 101 has not moved. That's what I'm saying. This is nuts. It's nuts. And and so a couple thoughts is, is one, everything is steady, but the the days on the market, we're now over 51. Yep. But if you have a house under contract, it was only on the market average 17 days. So there's... So that points to a lot of people that are overpriced, and then a lot of people that are priced, you know, a fair amount that are priced right on, but a substantial amount are overpriced is what it looks like. I looked at that. About 50-50 almost right now. 50% of all homes that come into the market are selling literally within five days, multiple offers. Those are the smart sellers because they're getting what they want. And then you got 50% of the sellers that are going, hey, my neighbor sold in three minutes two years ago. What the heck's wrong? Why am I not getting 500 offers, 500 showings, and $500,000 above my asking price? That's what's going on. So, all right, let's talk about Montgomery County. We like Montgomery County. For all Uh, you people uh, a little bit down south, we're going to entertain you people for a while because we haven't done that. For me and my peeps down in MoCo. You and your peeps, your MoCo peeps. (laughs) Here we go, MoCo peeps. Tune in right here. Uh, Total amount of homes for sale in Montgomery County is 708 right now. Everybody's like, wow, that's a lot of homes. That's a low, low number. 708 homes. I'm actually going today to go show one in Rockville again. Um, Everybody's like, holy cow, that's a lot of homes. Not when the average is 3,000 or 2,600 at this time of the year. That's what we were seeing, you know, three, four, five years ago. So, oh, that's before the population growth, too. So, 708 homes, 133 brand new, 578 resale. So, that's a big difference there. A lot, a lot of building going on in Montgomery County. The average time down there is 28 days versus our 51 up here. Wow. So, things are really moving in, coming in hot down in Mogo. And then 612,000 thousand dollars is the average price and by the way terry that's for resales not brand new builds okay so the <laughs> 612 so the house across the street from us went up uh on the market and that sold within like five days and i don't know what but it was listed at like 680 okay there you go so so that's great for our neighborhood yeah you're uh, pushing that 700 marker yeah, yeah and it's not you know we don't live in a mansion it's it's kind of run-of-the-mill single family you know 2,000 square foot home. It's yeah. not. So, so it's definitely a significant bump once you cross into MoCo. Big time. I've seen your house, but only from the outside, you know, picking up driveway stuff, you know, Mary Sue coming out saying hi to me, bringing me cookies and a cake and saying, <laughs> how you doing, Darren? You know, that kind of stuff. But I have never officially been inside your house. I think the reason why is because you were doing a bunch of, like, basement work, and you were like, Darren, it's a disaster. You as a real estate agent, you can't see this right now. It was all that kind of that stuff. That must have been it. <laughs> it was it. 120, um, day, uh, 120 homes coming soon down there. Sold in the last 30 days is seven. 
783. So here's the deal. If 708 are for sale and you got 783 selling in the last 30 days, there is less than one month supply of inventory done in Montgomery County, MoCo. All right, average time is 17 days of those selling. The average price of the ones that sold was $664,000 down there. This is the number. Hall, sit yourself down. Terry, 103.2% list to average price ratio. Wow. You guys that are sellers in Montgomery County, eh, you can still afford to probably take your asking price up about 3 to 5% from what the neighbor had just sold their home for and probably be okay. Seriously. That, that's, a, that's an amazing number. But, but yeah. living down there and experiencing and kind of seeing what's going on, um, that doesn't surprise me too much. There are still multiple contracts that that I hear about down in Montgomery County. Oh, you know, probably seventy percent. Yeah, a lot of my business obviously is up here in Frederick and in this area, but um, but I am hearing of and seeing some of the multiple contract offers and. It is amazing some of the things down in Montgomery County that are for sale. Yeah, here we go. All right, check this out. This is a big update right here. Terry, life on the streets in the mortgage world, the 3-2-1 or 2-1 buy down. Sounds like wrestling, a smackdown, 3-2-1 or something like that. How in the world these buy downs work? Because they are back in full bloom. Here we go. So what's going on on the streets? Well, the good news is we had a pretty good week where rates have not only settled down, but they are moving closer to 7%. They were up around 7.375. Yeah, they were. And they're starting to move down. You scared us. What is causing it is a more comfort level with inflation and also the realization that the Fed is probably going to put a pause on hiking the rates. Okay? So why are they going to do that? Well, one of the figures that came out this week uh, was the uh, PCE. Okay, and the PCE is one that is very, very rarely talked about. And when it comes out, it's not like it's big fanfare like the unemployment number that I always talk about. It's not big fanfare like the like the um, CPI, the Consumer Price Index, or the PPI, the Producer Price Index. Those three things kind of draw attention more than this number. But this number is one of the favorite numbers that the feds look at when they're determining what true inflation is okay yep so this is kind of the geeky thing that comes out the you know the the numbers guys like me the the econ guys that really look <laughs> at this and really follow this so the pce it's it's the personal consumption expenditure okay mm. and this is a true value of inflation and the number came out and it came out at 0.2% for this month okay and or for august um first, for july july yep june's was 0.2% so that's the first time that the numbers have held steady in i think 3 years wow. okay that's good so this is a really 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 good sign it's good feeling in my my um your what gut? i do my yeah my gut thank <laughs> in your you gut? in my gut this is a real good feel yep. good number for me to feel confident that rates aren't going to go much higher okay yep. Not like i we're don't gonna think get they're going to go higher yeah. okay this is 2 months 
PCE. Uh, but like I said, it's not something that you're going to see on the news like you see the unemployment figures. This is a number that, you know, us economic geeks look at and we kind of take into consideration. So I think this is a good sign that we're not going to see the uh, rates hiked here uh, coming up. And I think it's a good sign that we're not going to see uh, rates have an opportunity to be raised by the feds until December, and they're going to reevaluate. But what well, I think it's going to do is it's going to calm rates for the fall, yeah. and we're going to see it get under 7% here by the end of September. All right. That's a good update. Um, very good. Everybody excited about that? Hand clap. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. We got interest rates back at almost 6 At almost 7%. Seven. They go to 6 We're going to party like it's 1990. All right, here we go. Three, two, one buy-downs or two, one buy-downs, Terry. Tell everybody about those because we're definitely telling sellers this is a really big deal to consider and do. So, uh Buy-downs. Let, let's talk about the buy-downs. We've talked about it in different shows here, and this is kind of re, of a refresher course. You know, the one thing that I learned very young is that the mother of learning is repetition. So what we're doing is we're giving you a little bit of repetition on 2-1 buy-downs. Why are we bringing it up on this show? Because rates, two things, rates have jumped up tremendously to 7.5%, and psychologically it has put a lot of people on the sidelines, okay? Yeah. Oh, psychologically, yeah. Oh, a lot of people on the sidelines. It's also put a lot of people on the sidelines that now can't afford a home that they're looking for at 7.5% that they were looking at, um, say, just two months ago at six and three quarters or six and a half. So let's talk about the 2 1 buy downs. What we're doing is we're temporarily buying your rate down. Okay. How does that happen? We collect money up front, which is interest that you're going to pay are going to owe on your loan each month, and that interest is prepaid, so prepaid interest. Yep. The reason this program has not been popular is because the traditional buy-downs were allowed to be paid by the buyer. Right? Yeah, that's right. Point. So years he ago when we did buy-downs, yeah. yeah. So so years ago we did the, the buy-downs. So let's just talk about a simple 2-1 buy-down, okay? Okay. Let's take a number at 7%. Let's assume that our rates are right back at 7%. They're getting there, but but yeah. it's an easy number to work with, 7%. So at 7%, Darren, and I'm going to take a $400,000 loan because the average loan is about, about $400,000. So $400,000 loan at 7%. Let's talk about that principal and interest. That principal and interest is going to be $2,661 a month. Okay, we're going to temporarily buy that down. So it's going to help us get to where we can refinance this loan. So we're going to buy it down to 5% in year one, 6% in year two. So what that's going to do is that's going to ease us into this payment of $2,661. But what we're really doing is we're buying this rate down with the assumption or the hope that rates are going to come down to where we can refinance in the next two years. If we buy it down 2661 and we buy it down to 5% the first year, the principal and interest is going to be 2147, which is $515, $514 less per month. Huge That's number. nice. That's a sweetheart deal. That's a great deal huge number. So that's going to be a big relief. So let's say, you, you know, 
it, it, it's much more comfortable to do a buy down. Second year, it's going to be twenty three ninety eight, so right around twenty four hundred dollars. So that's going to knock it down about two hundred and sixty dollars, right? So yep. it's about half. Yeah. Okay. So so we're going to save five hundred and fifteen dollars, and then we're going to save about two sixty. So right around half the the second year. So year one, it's five percent. Year two, it's six percent. Year three. It goes back to 7%. Okay. And for years 3 through 30, it's going to be basically years 3 through 30, it's going to be 7%. But here's. So it locks back in after the third year. Correct. All right. Correct. It's always locked in at 7%. What we're doing is giving you a reprieve. Yeah, that's good. A lower payment for, a for the first two years. So your note rate is always 7%. Your qualifying rate, very, very, very important. One of the biggest things that, that agents always talk to me about is, well, do a buy-down and then they qualify for more. That It does not ah, work that way. Ah, there okay? you go. Bingo. So when an agent says, you know, they're tight on qualifying, do a buy-down, I'll get you the money to do the buy-down, da-da-da-da, we'll figure <laughs> out the buy-down, but qu- have them qualify, so qualify for, for more. That nope. is not the case. That's good to know. Okay, that is very, very, very important to know that we are not doing that right now. Uh, we're not qualifying you at 5%. We're not going to put you in jeopardy. So what we're doing is we're saying 5%, 6%, 7%, sometime in the next 24 months, we're going to be able to refinance you into hopefully something 5% or below. Right. Okay? So that's the way. Why have buy-downs not been popular, and why have they not been used? Because there's low inventory. Yeah. And there's still demand, yep. so there are multiple contract offers. The only way that you can do a buy-down is if the seller pays for the buy-down. Now, the builder can pay for the buy-down or the seller can pay for the buy-down. But the buyer cannot pay for the buy-down. So the question is, Terry, what if we set aside this money and we get a lower payment, and the seller sets that money aside. And what happens on our $400,000 loan? If if rates drop to 4% in a year, what happens to the second year of deferred interest or, or interest you know, set aside? That comes off the balance of your loan. So if you pay off sooner than two years, you don't lose that money. It basically reduces your payoff balance. Does that make sense? Yeah, I like it. Okay. So you're not going to lose the money, but here's the deal. We've got to get the sellers to buy into doing this. So this is a real live case that we worked on this past week. $1.6 million home. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. Montgomery County people. Montgomery County people. But this is actually in Hawaii. Oh, okay. So it's a VA deal. Okay. And the veteran said, basically... I will buy this house, okay, but I want the seller to pay for the buy down. So let's look at the numbers that I just looked at at four hundred thousand. Now let's take a look at these numbers at one point six million. And this is a two bedroom, two bath condo in Hawaii, right? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying where. <laughs> why. I'm just telling you the state. All right. But let's talk about what a two one buy down does. Here is it's one point six million dollars. So it's seven percent on a VA deal. It's going to be $10,644 is the 7%. But if they do 5%, it's going to give them $8,589 payment. So that's going to save them basically $2,000, $2,100 a year. 
a, a month over the first year, and then it's going to save them about eleven hundred dollars um, in year two or a thousand dollars. Okay, right. so that's going to add up. So basically, what that costs is that's going to cost the sellers forty thousand dollars. Woo! But on a one point six, that's only two and a half percent. There you go. So that the cost it. of a buy down if you're a seller two is two and a half percent. So if somebody needs closing costs, great. If you want to pay closing costs. But you can also pay the buy-down costs of 2.5% here instead of paying 3% towards Ooh, closing costs. good question costs. from the back of the room. Can a seller, Terry, pay and give contribute closing cost help to a buyer and pay the buy-down in both of them at the same time? It's all added together. Okay. So, so, so like on a VA or FHA? Yep. The answer is yes. Okay. Okay. Because on a on an FHA you can pay up to six percent. On a VA you can pay all closing costs. On all a, whoa, you yeah. mean all A L L? Yeah. Wow. V, so VA is the most lenient one. So let me throw another thing in on a VA. Yeah. Okay. So a VA says that this the the seller can pay all closing costs, but it also says that the seller can pay up to four percent in addition to all the closing costs. Yeah to be used to pay down debt Woo. for debt reduction. So let's say the negotiations got really hot on this $1.6 million VA loan, right. and they have a, um, a $60,000 car note, and they say, we want you to pay another 60000 and pay off our car. That can actually happen at the settlement table. Wow. So VA is a great loan program, uh, but yes, you can pay it. But on a conventional loan, you can only pay three percent. So you got to pick and choose where your three percent is coming from. All right, does I that gotcha. make sense? Yeah, that's really good, really good, really good. So that's the buy down stuff. So, yeah. So does that? Yeah, we're gonna see more I, of this. I mean, have you seen anything with? I've them? had people ask a little bit. I have presented to sellers and everything, but because we're Typically, I'm on the side of getting things under contract within three or four days. In fact, I'm writing an offer today um, on a place in Walkersville. I'm showing a place in uh, Rockville. I'm, I'm writing an offer right before I got out of Rockville at 4 o'clock today to do an offer on a place in Walkersville, and then they have to sell the place, and it's one of those situations where, no, we, we're not even going to be offering that. I mean, you could, but we just want to get that price to where you get multiple offers out of the gate. Or you could be at market and just offer that out of the gate right then and there, and then that just kind of gives you a guarantee of, you know, being able to get, like, the best situation possible known to man, and that's offering a buy-down out of the gate rather than closing costs. So it's one of those ideas. Yeah. So the people that should be considering this, the sellers that should be considering yep. this, mm -hmm. are the ones that have their house average 51 days Yeah, Yeah, you, okay. you might want to... Yeah, you may want to. If, if you get that. to 30, 40 days, you may want to start looking at, rather than reducing your price, yep. looking at offering a 2 1 buy down. Because I don't know a buyer out there that really doesn't want a 2 1 buy down. It's the sellers that don't want to pay it, and they yeah. don't have to pay it right now. They think it's but worse what than it will do, what it will do is bring more people off the sidelines Big time. and back into the game if they really sinks in what a 2-1 buy-down will do for them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Most of the public, when you read all the stuff in MLS and everything and advertising for homes, um, that's the thing I'm learning is, you know, you understand closing costs help. You understand getting that. But what we do find, Terry, is a lot of people, if we put it in, there's real estate agents, a 3-2-1 buy-down. 
they're like three, two, one, buy down, and then all of a sudden their agent, if they're newer, they don't know what that is. And anybody not listening to our program might know unless you ask Siri or Google, right? So yeah, this is gonna be bigger and bigger as things if things shift even more so in time and we start to get to see more sellers on the side of not getting their homes sold pretty quickly and being on the average time of the market, it's gonna almost be too late in the game. But this would be the bailout. This would be the real estate bailout of the century by offering this because these rates are so higher, still higher. If the rates, Terry, this is a dynamic now, if the rates come back down, they get to like six and a half or six percent. Don't know how popular this will be and will it even be needed because you and I both know supply and demand. And if we get rates down to 6%, we have a ton of buyers that are going to come flying off the sidelines, which is going to cause multiple offers to go through the roof, Bingo. which means it eliminates the three, two, one buy down conversation and it eliminates the talk about closing costs, help and walking your dog and buying pizza for a whole year. So it goes away. So yeah. it's a weird, it's a very, it's a small window of dynamics. It's in a real slack estate. tide. Well, yeah. Slack tide. Slack right? tide. This is our slack tide solution right what here is the slack tide yep uh, it comes and goes pretty quick slack tide is basically when the middle you're the middle yep. it's when the tide's not going out it's or not it's not going, going, in. going in and that's what i think we're at right now at the seven Woo. and a quarter is we're at a slack tide it's just kind of floating around so yeah. this is a good time for a two-one buy down that's good and that's when the waters are the least amount in the channel like in ocean city and all that kind of stuff like that and um we would have normally called this a split market time split market has to do with some other factors, but yet that's a go, and I like this slag, slack stuff right in the middle. All right, we got about three minutes left, Terry. Rental market, rental market, here we go. If you listen to our past programs, I talked about stats and what's going on in the rental market, and we also unleashed this whole big thing about rent controls. The proposal to institute rent controls laws that would dictate how much a landlord can charge for rent. What are you nuts? Do we really want the government overreach telling everybody what in the world an owner and a Landlord can choose the, what they have to, the max amount you could ever ask for for rent. Woo! How much do we want the government to tell us what the heck to do with our properties? Do we want or do we still want the free market and the freedom of the, that you know dictates what a willing renter and a willing um, renter and a willing landlord are willing to agree upon on a price? I just rented a place last week. I got one coming up next week again, and maybe even a third one coming up here. Everybody's wanting to rent for a minute, and we. Actually got, I actually got them above $100 a month above the asking price and all that good stuff. So uh, what does the market bear? And do we want to, you know, see the days of free enterprise going away? Will this be a bad or good things? And, of course, my phone lit up. I had some people ask about this. And then, of course, what are the pros and cons of doing this in retrospect to the Airbnbs and all kinds of other investments and properties? And so what does this do to our market, Terry? Let's talk about the pros. The pros. We got one minute. The pros, caps affordability. This would cause, let's say the average rent, it would cause rents to stay in an area. You can't raise the rent, Mr. Uh, owner, landlord, by 3% every year. You just can't do it. You can't do it. You can't stick it to the little guys, the renters out there. You got to make sure that it's maxed out. Boom, 3% or something a year. This would no doubt benefit a tenant, wouldn't it? 
Yes, it would. No doubt. Yeah, it would benefit them, all right? Because as you go back to our last programs, the average in the last five years, rents have been going up 7% on an average, keeping right up there with inflationary numbers. Supply of properties would increase because this would cause less and less people to desire to own investment properties. That would be, you know, something in that regard. We got about 30 seconds, I believe. We got, oh, cons. I'll tell you what we're going to do, Terry. Next program, we're going to go right into the cons of rent controls in the market all that good stuff. Lastly, now, last but not least, I'm going to finish out with uh, Montgomery County. Cheapest thing you can buy in Montgomery County, so you, you're in the know, is a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, condo-type townhouse unit in Montgomery Village for $470,000. And to end the program, the most expensive home in all of Montgomery County still remains Mr. Dan Snyder, previous owner of the Washington Redskins. Well, they're no longer the Redskins. Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Sorry, that's right. Dan Snyder. It was at $49 million, and he's down to $35 million. So if you want to buy Dan Snyder's home, give me a call. I'll take you down there, show you the gorgeous 30,000 square feet for a cool $35 million. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. Happy buying and selling. Terry and I are always here for you. See you now. Take care. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301 639 9244 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.